0: Hi, I'm Jeff Albert, director of the School of Music Industry at Loyola University in New Orleans. And you're listening to our Forum Series, a weekly meeting between our students, music executives, recording artists, faculty, and alumni, where we spotlight industry professionals and discuss important issues shaping the business. guest on this episode of Music Industry Forum is Maeve Brophy. Maeve graduated from Loyola in 2015 and is currently on the management team for Bahari. She's also done quite a bit of work in the sync licensing world, both going out and finding music as well as trying to get her artist's music put into video productions. So here we go. Here's Maeve Brophy. <laughs> So one of the things we're trying to do in Forum this semester is I want to focus on some alumni. Um, Because, you know, one of the things from Forum was like all the students who were really into it would always go up and talk to the guest after. And, you know, like I know people who got jobs and internships and all sorts of stuff from going to talk to Forum guests. So I thought if we had some Forum guests that were people that the go-getter students might not be afraid to drop an email to at some point yeah. that we could keep some of that network thing happening um Absolutely. and also like let them see themselves in a in our forum guests like okay here are people who are in those chairs or behind those headphones i guess at this point five years ago <laughs> you know yeah. and look they're doing stuff so give me a little bit of the story when you graduated what was the next thing you did
1: i was lucky enough to actually have a job the day I graduated, can is it so loud? Can you hear the gardeners?
0: No, I cannot over here. <laughs> okay, good.
1: Um yeah, I was lucky enough to have a job right when I graduated, actually. Um so I started a month like July or June of, of twenty fifteen, uh working at Buna Murray. Um but to to preface that is I interned there in college. So it was um you know, what? like if anyone gets anything from this conversation is you got to intern, you know, just put yourself out there. Um, So
0: you grew up in Los Angeles, right? Like you're from that area. So you did that internship in the summer? Was that the thing?
1: I did. So my first internship was actually because of John Snyder. Um, I went in one, meeting I don't know um and he's like what do you want to do and I'm like I don't know I kind of like music supervision and he's like oh there's this guy Joel C. High in LA and um at Loyola. yeah I uh called him interviewed and then I interned there over the summer that was freshman year going to sophomore year um and I'm still friends with him to this day like, we still work with each other And he's just such a good guy. I mean, and that's all John Snyder. And that's just because I didn't really know what I wanted to do, but I loved music. And, you know, just from that conversation with John, it was like, oh, check this out. I will say, yes, I am lucky that I am in L.A. and I was able to, like, go home and have these resources. Um, So, you know, that is something I think that is important to note. Um, But I think also in this day and age, there's – like, well, look what we're doing, you know, there's like, right. Different... Right. So yeah, so, so that was my first internship. And then my second internship was uh, over the summer, sophomore to junior. And that was yes, in LA at Punta Murray. And then in turn, that's how I got my job. Um, right after.
0: So what was your first job? What were you doing on that gig?
1: So I was doing, um, I got hired as a music coordinator. And so that job entailed finding new artists. It was like a music supervision job, um, you know, at the initial steps. So I was doing like recognizance, like looking at artists that, um, were cool, but super green and super, you know, dramatic. was this
0: for like a TV show or what were you oh, looking yeah. for? Artists so for?
1: Buna Murray is a reality TV production company. So they're all in house. They do, uh, they started with, uh, real world. So real world, uh all the kardashian shows
0: that's right now i remember <laughs> i remember teasing you that i wanted better music on the kardashian show because that yeah. was on your first gig okay yeah great.
1: <laughs> exactly so um i think we oh you know what uh i think i licensed no, i know i licensed joe joe boston's like first EP or whatever, uh, Shalou. Shalou.
0: I was Mariah. gonna say Shalou now, with nobody knows who Joe Boston is anymore. I
1: know Joe, who's who's also in LA, and who we still, you know, we still talk with each other, and so you know, I love the program. It's just like you meet people that are for life. Um, but yeah, so it was like all those shows. I think I was working on, I worked on the Mariah Carey show. Uh, bad girls Club. well don't
0: you know where you're gonna get all the music for the Mariah Carey show I mean that seems like
1: <laughs> yeah it's kind of like okay well so that was the other part of my job when I so I started in June and then in August the head of the licensing department left to go to DreamWorks and I had interned with him um, when I was in college and we just got along because he was a, a really good leader and a mentor his name is Vince and um, And was a good teacher you know because i didn't know i learned the basis of you get a really good idea of like what the music industry is about but until you really like tangibly and physically do something Uh you know which is yeah so it's it's part and parcel um so when yeah in august i started doing all the licensing because um we were looking for somebody to take over and i kind of had this background in licensing so i ended up being the person clearing all this music for all of our shows um and so the mariah carey thing i was like finding samples and i was i had no idea what i was doing but it was it was fun and i learned so much um and so yeah that was like the two parts of my job was so was
0: there was there somebody like guiding you through the figuring out what you're doing? Or did they like really just leave you to like, okay, go sort this out?
1: It was a little bit of both. I have to say, I I personally, am just like a go getter. Um, which makes me probably probably like I'm crazy, <laughs> delusional. I don't know. But um, I, I also liked the structure of licensing and clearance. It was like, here's the sync request. Here's the master request. Like, you know, put this info in, make a spreadsheet, you know, kind of like that structure.
0: Right. It was, um, there was a thing There were like rules. You could plug this in here, do that, get this right. signed. Yeah.
1: Right. So yeah, hundred percent. Like I had, to, I had my boss, Dave Stone, who's awesome. And he like, and I tag teamed and we did things. And then we ended up hiring uh, this woman, Stephanie, who's awesome. And, and we, I, you know, we worked together to like, <clears throat> uh, you know finish that to do the licensing and but she was the leader on that and so that gave me more time to you know find more music and um
0: what was the hardest thing to clear in that that period of time
1: um the hardest thing to clear it was it was a or
0: or even better what's the funniest story of trying to clear something that's really what i'm looking for
1: this kanye song because because we did a lot of i think it was black skinhead and there was a sample on it from and i'm going to i'm going to mess this up i think it was like a bulgarian rock band i swear to god it was something like what do you mean and so i um and it and of course it's like 2% of the song you know what i mean it's just uh yeah and so i remember getting an email from some lawyer in new york saying <laughs> we're going to Sue you guys! I'm like 22. One, how old was I at that point? 21, 22. Like, what is happening? uh We just want to clear this song, and Kanye used this person and didn't clear it, and so this kind so of so was helpful. the problem
0: that Kanye hadn't cleared it, or do yeah. you have to re-clear each sample? No, so, like so, when you sync something that's got samples, right? You know, you get the the permission to you to use that master, like all of their clearances are included right Mm
1: -hmm. well no so if um so you have the publishing right so if you um yeah so if i was i was clearing black skinhead so i had to reach out to every single publisher every single person that had um uh, you know, a, a piece of it, yeah. And I think what happened was there was there was already an issue with that sample. Like I don't know if it had been a hundred percent finished. So when we sent, when I sent them, hey, like we're clearing your two percent of this song, they were like, no, <laughs> that's not a thing.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then the Mariah Carey thing was funny. But this is the thing that I like, and I if people are interested in this um, kind of world of licensing and clearance. Um uh, uh, uh I lost my train of thought. Oh. The there was a Mariah Carey song and I forget what it was, which song it was, but there was like a 0.08% um or like a 0.001 I don't know, it was something ridiculous and I tracked this woman down, I think like on Twitter. And she was like in Nashville or in Tennessee, or obviously, <laughs> she was in somewhere uh, in the South and she had this claim like she like she was like yeah I do own this like and we found her and then we cleared the song and like it was great
0: and she got her like twelve dollars or whatever
1: <laughs> yeah well then the, I think the show ended up like not maybe it did come out I don't know I ended up leaving a year and a half after that I was there for a year and a half and I got this job at Ultra which is like when mm-hmm. that last time I was at um at
0: Loyola actually right
1: um. And I left Buna Murray because I I loved it there. Like that was family. They were family, and I still talked to a lot of them. But I knew I wanted to do something in music. Like in in I wanted to like work with artists more. Right. So that was like a a big fuck. You, excuse my life, a big risk. And yeah. I And that was really hard.
0: So what you do? What were you doing for Ultra?
1: So Ultra, I got hired to be the manager of of. Uh, what was my title manager of sync yeah and so i so it was
0: I, the other side you were trying to place the artist instead of yeah. the show producer trying to clear the artist
1: and find the artist right i was like yeah yeah um i didn't like that at all
0: <laughs> really why what was the difference
1: so you know um, the sales part, which is actually funny because I feel almost like I'm in sales now essentially as a manager. Um, but the sync thing, it's interesting because the sync world, is so much music out there. I mean, there's 50,000 songs updated, uploaded to Spotify like every day. So it's just right. inundated by music. And for me, like music should just be pe- like, ba- like passion. And like if a music supervisor just doesn't like a song... I can't be that person to be like, please, like, I'm not saying this is the, what, you know, sync at all. Right. But for me, and I wasn't super passionate about electronic music, but Ultra Mm -hmm. is like legit. So that's just my personally, but I figured, and I liked the people that were there. And so I, you know, figured this would be like a way to branch out, you know what I mean? And like, get in there. Um, But yeah, the... The, the pitching side wasn't my favorite. Uh, well, because
0: it takes you from having looking at music that's all the music in the world mm-hmm. to I have this specific set of these things that I'm trying to get placed.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So you're dealing with like a really narrow range of music instead yeah. of a really wide range of music. I'd never thought about that in that way. That's an interesting interesting observation. You know,
1: and... Um, and for some reason the yeah it was it was it was hard for me like it just wasn't for me I think at the end of the day um and I was I was I was I'm glad we're like recording this because you can tell me if if you want to keep this in or not because I just want to keep it real with these kids sure I was fired like three weeks or something after I talked at Loyola really I was fired from that job And it was the worst. I was unemployed for about a year, I think. And it was really fucking hard. Like, it was really hard. Um, But thank God it happened. Because um, that wasn't for me. And I, you know, am in this new position now where I'm, like, so happy and grateful. And, like, this is what music's about for me, you
0: know? So did the stuff that you learned on the Ultra Experience end up actually... Leading to what you're doing now.
1: So yeah, so um, when I so I, when I was unemployed, you know, I was, I was hustling, I was trying to find jobs, but I didn't. Well, because
0: I remember that. the last time I was in LA, we were trying to have a Loyola alumni Dodgers game, yeah. and uh, and y'all all bailed on me because there was some networking event or something. You're like, I'm sorry, I got to go to this thing.
1: And- <laughs> oh my god! Just like. <laughs> That's right. which was
0: fine i watched the dodgers on tv it was okay but
1: now now i'm hurt because when are we ever going to do that again
0: well if there's ever baseball again i'll come to la we'll get in a okay. game we'll, Done. we'll get all the loyola music industry la alumni and like buy a whole section at dodger stadium
1: i love it tell, tell john put it on his
0: car yeah yeah we'll get we'll get snyder <laughs> on it too for sure um anyway so you had like this year that you were looking for work
1: I was looking and I was like, what, what am I going to do? You know, I have this, like, to go back to your point, like I have these skills and I have, you know, I made some friends, I made friends with artists. Um, oh, I guess at ultra I, I helped sign this artist Pell. um, Oh yeah.
0: He's a new Orleans dude.
1: Yeah. New Orleans guy. Yeah. 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 So I met Pell through a friend of mine. Um, Disliked his music, you know, and the A&R at Ultra liked him as well. And he was in L.A. and, you know, so I helped him do that. And I was like, oh, this is great. (laughs) Love this. But there wasn't necessarily room for me to move. And that wasn't Ultra's fault. You know, that's just the name of the game. Like, they hired me to be a sync person. And that just, um, you know, they didn't. Right. So. But that's where I found that passion. I was like, oh, this is cool. This is what I want to do music. This is, like, why I want to be in music, right? But so, yeah, so that year, I took what I had learned and actually started a little sync, pushing, like, a sync company. So Mm -hmm. the same thing that I hated doing, I started, but because I, I mean, I kind of was like, I got to do something. And I did have these contacts, you know, from Ultra. Like, I had built some relationships. Um, And so I actually got, had a couple... Uh, successes Um, I had like I got like three songs on Insecure I think
0: (laughs) I mean that sounds like a win
1: yeah you know but it was like okay cool like hard work pays off you know what I mean like don't quit on yourself um and so then yeah about a year you know I kind of like was do I want to do you know stuff by myself but I still wanted to like learn more and I felt like I hadn't you
0: know so yeah, it's weird to be like 23 and like okay that's it yeah. i'm out on my own yeah you know.
1: that was 23
0: 24 i think 25
1: i don't know so you know still i mean yeah so i want yeah and i wanted to learn more anyway. so i started to get some good like interviews with people and you know it's so funny i i basically got hired to be this guy's assistant, his manager, he was a manager, got basically hired to be his assistant. And I was like, all right, like, you know, it's time. Like I'm back, you know? And he, like the Monday I was gonna start, I didn't hear from him. It was so bad. (laughs) I was like, wow, okay, like maybe, you know. But looking back, it's like doors closed for a reason because I think a week or two later, I started working at Rock Mafia. Who's um and they hired me their sync person. So my path has like been So st-
0: tell me about explain rock mafia. Tell the students like what that is.
1: <laughs> rock Mafia is a um artist collective production house. They are responsible for the careers of Mike Cyrus, lena Gomez, um Anton so it's two two people, Antonina Armado, who's um a writer, and Tim James, who's more of a singer. Um, producer. And they're incredible. They're just geniuses. And they took me, uh, my friend Corey Berkowitz um, took me under his, like, we met um, because he had this artist and so he brought me into the Rock Mafia family. Um, so we have Elohim, or they have Elohim um, and Bahari, um, who you know, now I'm with um Yoshi go ahead
0: and explain that relationship so they we talked about this before I hit record just so the students understand the context what are you doing right now
1: oh right now okay so right now I am a I get yeah I'm like the day-to-day slash like yeah I'm the day-to-day manager for Bahari
0: okay cool now go back to the rock mafia so they'll know where we're getting all
1: right gotcha yeah so that is where I am today I am yeah um, So yeah, so two years ago, yeah, I started with Rock Mafia doing sync for them because they had a lot. They have a huge catalog, right? Um, and so they needed someone to kind of like work it. So I was doing that, and then um, I was there for about a year. You know, like we, I'm still there. I was figuring it out. You know, we're making stuff happen, and, um, and then we have a studio in Santa Monica. So it's like four or five studios in this you know, space. Artists come through all the time. So it's really just this like amazing space where artists and writers and and just good people come and can like work, you know. So it was very inspiring to be around artists all the time. You know, I kind of fell back in love with music and um and the process or something still in my kitchen. Uh, you know, just the process of like, yeah, like why why music is so special? Cause I think you know everything that I had gone through was like like it was it was hard um but you know and so yeah like finding that like reinvigorating I guess
0: so did the physical space of rock mafia have something to do with why it worked you're talking about artists coming through and all the studios and stuff do you think that like that physical situation was part of that success
1: what do you mean the physical, like just the fact that the studio is like, everyone's
0: yeah. That there's artists coming and going and there's like an energy to certain yeah. spaces. Yeah. Like when I was in Los Angeles on the, on that meters gig, we rehearsed it. Um, third encore, you know, and there's oh, like yeah. multiple studios yeah. there. So we're rehearsing with the meters in one and like, um, I'm trying to think of who like Demi Lovato was rehearsing her tour on the other side. And, um, oh I'm I, I forget who it was Third but it was encore like, is legit but it was another <laughs> like cool band on the other side of us and the two horn the two LA horn players who were on that gig like oh. knew all of these people because these guys like were the horn section on Dancing with the Stars and one of them was the arranger for them and so they like yep. know all these guys and uh so we're like we had taken a break and they realized he was there. So we go back and we're rehearsing and then our door kind of creeps open and it's like the whole band from next door like poking their head (laughs) in like, dude, the meters are in there. That's so cool, you know? Um, So, but there's like an energy to that space. Like as much as we can spread out the music industry and do things over the internet like this or whatever, there still is like sometimes a thing to being around the people who are doing the things you want (laughs) to do.
1: 100%. 100%. I mean, to go to that energy, I mean, at Rock Mafia, there's like, there's crystals everywhere. Uh, it's really uh, like, yeah, it, it <laughs> really lends itself uh, to, yeah, it's the energy is for fear sounding, you know, trite. But like, it's, it's, it's important um, because it's that collective, like music is so sacred. Mm hmm. It really is like, you know, it is. And I know that's maybe sounds corny, but like, I think as people in music industry and, and artists and, and whatnot, like we have a responsibility to like, you know, keep that secret and like put good stuff out. And, and uh, I don't know. I know so I'm you sure were,
0: st- you this. were still doing sync stuff for them and you're doing management now. How, so how did that transition happen?
1: So I was, I was like, again, like I need to do more, get out of sync. Like it just wasn't my passion. I wanted to do more with the artists. And so, in April of last year, Bahari was um, hanging out at the studio, and they're two just like the sweetest angels. And so we just became friends, really. Like, you can ask that. Like we became homies. <laughs> and they didn't have a manager at that point. They were kind of, you know, but they had just. Um, recorded a song with Alenium called Crashing and they had just released a song called Savage um, which had been starting to pick up steam and so and if you look at if you yeah they used to be a, a trio and then now they're a duo and so it was right at that time um, where they were go transitioning you know into like finding their ground again and they're so talented so it was it was this interesting time I think for the three of us without us knowing each other really and then we all met officially and it honestly started something as so simple as I was like do you guys have merch? Like do you have a sweatshirt or like a t-shirt that says Bahari? And I'm like, no, we actually don't. And so I hit up this friend of mine who was a manager who knew a merch guy and we got some merch made and that's kind of how we started working with each other. It was like, "Oh, like you guys are cool." and it's like
0: okay you you got the t-shirts made you're our manager now
1: um it it was like (laughs) (laughs) almost it was like oh because and then and then something else so it was things like that i was like i'm here at the office you know if you guys need some help like i would love to help you and then so that i think that was the first thing the second thing is they went to film the music video for crashing in ukraine Um, and so while they were there, like I helped them get this savage Snapchat filter set up. And so it was little things like that. Um, and then the thing that the last thing was they had a, we were putting this song out called sad face and I, um, purely was just like, this would be like, let's, let's have a party. I don't know. And so my sister was managing this bar called tennis of the trees. And so we had a show there and that was, that was when it was like, all right we're like, let's, we all motivated each other. You know what I mean? I think Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it was just like us three girls, like, hey, we can do something if we actually like do something. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, And so that has flourished into, or that has like become this very, very special, strong relationship. And now we have, and so through that, you know, it was always like Bahari. And then I had my stuff at rock mafia, but, um, it just started getting more and more and more and more. Um, and that became really like my focus, um, because we did. Yeah. And so that's,
0: so are you managing them through an agency? Is there a bigger team? Like how's that set up?
1: So It's me and William so william
0: clarify who william is for the so william
1: darella is this angel i always say that is just the sweetest person um and he's been mentoring me and um he he managed everyone i mean he managed william the black eyed peas um prince royce you know fergie during like her hits like John Legend's first couple albums, you know, I can go on. He's sold like 300, what, million records, billion? I don't know. But he he knows what he's doing and he's a very good person. And I think that's what, you know, uh, what we needed and what um, has just made us stronger. And so he um yeah so he came into the picture he's he's known them for a while and so um yeah so he he i've lost my train of thought but yeah like he so
0: so what's the arrangement like he's the
1: william's a manager and then you know i call myself the day-to-day but he lets me do a lot right he gives me a lot of freedom but you know but he's like the man like he's our guy so I, we work every single day. Like we talk, and he's texting me right now. Like we work hand in hand. He's in New York. I'm in LA. Um, well, it's
0: and- nice that he waited till 1030 your time to text. Oh you. no,
1: I've been up for like six hours already. What time is yep. it? 10? <laughs> well, it's yep. funny. You know, the things he always says to me, he's like, uh, last to go to bed, first to wake up. And it's unfortunately like stuck in my head now, so I don't sleep, but it's, <laughs> you know, but it's great. But like, yeah, so that's the dynamic, you know, he, um, he's very, I don't know That's so he's like leads it and then, you know, I'll do the stuff, but he, nothing is like above him either. Like he'll do stuff that, you know, like scheduling stuff and, right. and. So it's kind of a tag team, but he's, yeah, he's like the boss.
0: So for the forum students who haven't taken Billy's management class yet, give them an idea of like what a couple of days of your work are like, like what sorts of things are you doing?
1: Okay, so like, let's see. So like on a day, like, what did I do on, on a day like Monday or whatever, Monday or Tuesday, um, I was up at six, reading articles that, like, William had sent me. Um, and then um, I started trying to, like, look, what I actually did yesterday. Because I think that's a very good question. Because it's it's, it's important to know that there are certain days where, oh, my God, is so much stuff. And then the next day, there I could be literally, like, going to get groceries at 2 p.m. Or, like, right. make, you know what I mean? And it's important to be able to go with that flow because like you could become it's 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 rough yeah because
0: sometimes stuff comes up and this has to happen now yes and then there's other days where maybe you're just I don't know gathering information planning for like whatever the next thing that's going to come up that has to happen right then but you don't know that until you find out
1: Exactly. So like, okay, so, oh no. So this is a good Friday. I, it was kind of a chill day. So I went in social distance, saw my friend Adam and sitting outside, this other girl comes over, um, social distance, sort of God, three of us outside. Cause it's important. <laughs> and, and it's interesting as well, because that, you know, we, I do a lot of networking and this is more or less like one of the first persons people that I had seen, like new music industry person that I met. So it's going to be interesting, like how, you know, networking happens in this day and age now. But um, we met and she's a rep for a song, a bunch of songwriters who are really awesome. And now we have a call. Um, she sent over some demos and now we have a call with her um, for Monday or, you know, a couple of days from now. So that's one example. And that's more or less all I did that day. But mm-hmm. it was, it was a, an important, like it was a good thing. Does that mean, like, Right. right? So for me, I gauge like, did I do any like as long as I do like one like concrete good thing, the day is not wasted. Um,
0: So you're talking about songwriters. Do Bahari write their stuff? They write all their songs. Okay.
1: They write all their songs, but they do collaborate with other people. And if the song, you know, so if the song's a hit, then we have we just did this is another day in the life thing. uh, So that we just released a song, waking up the neighbors. 100% Hundred percent written by them, and it was so cool to see that creative process, because they something had happened the night before. The next day, they came into the studio, wrote the song, and it was like done more or less. And they, you know, they use it. They always talk about how they use the music as a, as like a therapy session. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's awesome that it's the two of them because they live together, they're friends. You know, they experience these things together, and they've known each other for so long. You know, so um, they're able to like come together and like hash things out and you know use music really powerfully so i say if like if you're a songwriter like write songs every day like keep a notebook all the time and because it's so special to me when natalia ruby ruby and their bahari will send me like voice notes of them just like hey, i just had this idea like oh my that's the specialist You know it's not a word that's like just the most special we'll count it thing. yeah <laughs> you know it's um like artists and musicians and songwriters and whatever like they have this this talent this gift that you know I don't have um and so yeah the songwriting process is has been really amazing to like see happen um yeah
0: so when you hooked up with them did you have in your mind that you wanted to like go into management how intentional was that move not at
1: all <laughs> um I had during that year of not having like a job um I worked with two artists one producer and one guy and I was actually trying to do management but I didn't know what I was doing I just liked some of the artists um and everyone was saying to me oh you should be a manager you know but um it like I said I didn't I didn't know anybody I had, I applied to actually a lot of management jobs during that year. I didn't hear from anybody.
0: (laughs) Well, it's, it's funny. So do you think you get pigeonholed? Like you come out and start doing sync stuff and then you try to get a management job and they're like, oh, she's a sync person.
1: Right, I think part of it, you know, might be that, but I'm so glad that I had that sync opportunity because I knew the different side of the business. You know what I mean? Um,
0: So is that something y'all are doing now? as as the management team for this group trying to get placements for their their music
1: a little epic has a sync team so it's like
0: so to clarify they just signed to epic
1: yeah so that was the i wrote something down i wanted to like i was like trying to think of like things that i've gone through that like i really would like to impart because this is a crazy business and um it's really rough but like you always got to be true to yourself. I know that sounds cliche, but, um, and, and you want to make friends that are like your people, if that makes sense. Like don't What
0: Billy's would call what Billy would call values aligned. Oh my God.
1: Yep. Oh, Billy. Like, I swear to God. Like I think about that class a lot. I really do because you gotta treat people with goodness and and respect and like everything. Everyone's going through something, you know. And this industry is really it's really hard because you see people that you know have these plaques who might be younger than you, who might have not you know done as much as you. Um, but everyone's on their own path, and you cannot compare yourself to anybody else. Um, uh, but, but, oh, the intention of management, you said, right? Yeah. The-
0: well, and then we had sort of gotten to Epic. So they signed with Epic. Oh, so
1: Epic. Oh, so is, the reason I brought that up.
0: Is that record out? Or? Yeah, it's out. Okay.
1: But so the, the whole reason Epic happened is because I had a friend, Brooke, who I met a couple years ago, and we just, like, stayed homies. And she introduced, introduced us to this a and at Epic, and we went to the Post Malone show, and that's kind of how it all happened, you know? But it was just, like, this melding, like all these worlds coming together and it was like timing you know what I mean it's like everyone's I'm, hard work collectively
0: I'm sure a lot of students are wondering like what needs to happen to get signed like to a label like epic did they have how much music had they recorded at that point like what are you giving to this A&R at epic to say here here's this band is it like demos right. is it their fully produced previous record like what's that exchange like
1: so it all started. Actually, we have this song, Savage, which I mentioned earlier, and it had amassed almost 15 million streams at this point. And the song came out at the end of 2018, I think. Yeah, the end of 2018. Um, and it was moving, and no, and the 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 data was good. You know, so mm-hmm. we could go to a record label and be like, Look, there's no Spotify playlisting. This is purely like algorithmic. Like the fans love it um so that was like a a feather in the cap as they say right um uh so that was one thing and then we had just finished um uh we had just finished recording and shooting the music video for waking up the neighbors which just came out as well july 31st um and so we had those two things and i think Oh, and, and we were looking to find a featured artist on Savage because like there was movement. So, you know, we needed to, we wanted to see if we could do something. And so those were like the two, we had a really strong new single with a really, really strong visual and Savage was still growing. Um, so we were like, let's like repackage it. And so the team thought of Tyler Yahweh as a featured artist and he signed with Epic and so that's that's how it happened, really. It was um, I sent it over to my friend Brooke, like I said, hey, can we like, do you know anyone that can put us in touch? And then she's like, well, actually, the A&R really likes Bahari. So let's set up a meeting. And, you know, then he hears the whole, the whole team. Well, so then we, met, we went to the forum and met him physically. And then he's like, cool, let's have a meeting. But he, you know, and then he knows uh, who's involved and and whatnot. So the A&R really likes to know who the team is as well because, um, you know, you can be excited about the artist, but the artist can't, you know.
0: Right. You can be excited about the artist, but if you hate their manager, you can't really work with them.
1: Exactly. Or if the manager has no experience, you know, the A&R is not going to be as exciting because the one thing I've learned now working with a label is – you still have to do the work as a manager. You almost have yeah. to like guide. I mean, the people at Epic are amazing. They're just sweet and they care and they've been hustling for us. But I think it's a it's a it's a balancing act. You know what I mean? Like the label has to see that you guys are working so that they want to do stuff and that you know what you're doing. So so going back a to the label that was no that was the day before Thanksgiving we had this meeting mm-hmm. with epic and we played them the music video I remember because I was on my way down to Thanksgiving with my family and I was like oh my god like we just had this awesome you know meeting and we didn't sign the record deal well it was like official I think in December it was like all right we're gonna do this but we didn't sign until February or just because it
0: February. takes that long to get the paperwork together and
1: yeah it took a minute i mean it was a long it it was a long deal it was a long uh papered
0: (laughs) deal like the negotiation so how much of that stuff is negotiable in that context like epic says here we want to do this and then y'all come back and say well no but we want that also like how much of that happens at that level
1: so personally i wasn't super like privy to all of the you know nuts and bolts of it um I, I mean I I'm, I was lucky enough to like know a lot of it but um a lot was able to be like negotiated more than I thought was possible to be honest yeah. um more than so I William did all media. that yes and he's smart I mean he knew what to ask for and he knows you know and he's he's an artist like he fights for the artist, you know like um the, you know, they'll have the rights. Like it's not, they're not giving everything up, you know, it's almost a partnership in a sense. And um, so it's super, super important to know what you're signing and to get um, second opinions.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because, you know, I'm talking, there's certain artists, friends that I have that are in deals that, you know, they sign because they need some money. Like I get it, you know. It's rough like i get it but then it's like fuck, you know they are in a bad deal um and so it's really important yeah to just make sure you're not like you, you read the fine print
0: you know yeah i find the interesting thing about the whole story of them signing with epic is that it actually comes back to like a weird little networking thing we talk about remember you know make friends meet people keep in touch whatever so that your friend brooke wasn't the anr just happened to work over right that there's this weird like oh i remember her we did something together and mm-hmm. got along in yeah. that thing of keeping in touch i mean even the way this interview happened <laughs> I'll, I'll tell the story i got a text the other day from mave that said i accidentally <laughs> hit your name in my phone so i thought i would just check in and say hi what's up how's it going and i responded and said oh it's, it's good to hear from you how are you by the way i'm trying to do an alumni focus on forum this year let's do an interview and that was i think on tuesday today's thursday so
1: seriously this is how it, yeah. happened. <laughs> it was so funny yeah
0: that. it was great and and i was very happy to hear from you um so What's one thing that you wish someone would have said to you when you were sitting in the seats in forum instead of being the guest? Maybe like, not in forum, but when you were in college. Like, like what's I, something you wish they would someone would have told you that you learned later?
1: This game is not a race. This is not a race.
0: I love that.
1: It's not like if if there's any, you know, I remember literally being at Loyola and there were people that were managing and already having success. And it's like, what? You know, but it's like, that's great, you know? And, and, and applaud them, like always, like, don't be jealous, like applaud them because it's hard work. And if you really, really like work at something, like it will come, you know? But you have to like keep that passion, like don't. So that's one thing. And, and, I don't know, like, I was, I'm, I'm pretty chill, like, I think I got caught up a little bit sometimes in, like, the glitz and glamour, um, but, you know, not for long, like, it's, right, so, but that is, well, I mean, mean,
0: you live in Los Angeles, you are supposed to go to fancy parties, right, like, that's part of the thing, isn't it,
1: it's part of the thing, yeah, and I think you should pick and choose, you know, like, what you want to spend your energy with, and spend your time with you know and and, um because there's a lot of uh distractions right um but at the end of the day it's about music yeah um and and i guess the one of the other things i'll say oh you know what this actually means this is what i wish really wish somebody would tell me is that um it's okay if you don't have like a mentor at first or it's OK if. Um, like for for me, I always thought that, like, I needed to have some mentor to like be, you know, my person so that I could succeed or just like I felt like, oh, someone, you know, was like good, like watching out for me, I guess, uh-huh. because this game, it can be really lonely, you know, it can be really, really lonely. Um, but there are so it's like it's okay, and you should have a mentor like come to you genuinely. You know, there are some people that will be like, Oh, I want to mentor you, and I don't know if that's like it, right. I mean, I kind of just like, uh, <laughs> can't just uh, uh, contradict myself,
0: but what I'm yeah, saying, but those yeah. things happen naturally,
1: yeah, and you know, if 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 you do have a mentor and things like don't work out, like that's okay. It's not, you know, like that's, don't let that like, you know, affect you or like feel like you're not worth something. Like, um, I think when the right person, you know, almost like comes along, like that, it will be, it will be beneficial, you know, and it will be, um, it'll be really great. And so that was one thing I kind of struggled with, like, coming up thinking, Oh, did I make the wrong decision in leaving Buna Murray, you know? And, um, but in the end, like you gotta take risks, like you have to, or else I, you know, you would still be at square one and, um, like wishing you would have done something different, I guess.
0: Well, and it seems like it worked well for you because in our text conversation the other day, when I said, what are you up to? You said, I'm doing management. And it was, I could tell it was even like there was excitement in the tone of the text. (laughs) It was like, Oh, I found this thing that I'm doing and it's, and I love it.
1: I do. I mean, for me personally, like music is all about community and just like being able to like touch people and, and reach people. And especially in this time right now where it's just like so confusing and there's so much hate and there's just, it's like, you know, no matter what you think about it, politics or whatever but like it's just and music has that ability to heal and so I love that for me working with the artists like I said you have um you reach the whole scope of I guess the industry you know you touch every single facet but then you also um get to create these really special bonds with artists and um who who care. And, and so it's, it's, a uh, am very honored to have this opportunity because it's, you know, you're, you have people's lives in your hands. It's nothing to be taken lightly. Um, and I'm glad I'm older. I mean, not older, but like, I'm glad I've had some, you know, time to kind of see the industry and work in certain different facets, um, to be able to, almost meet the moment i have so much more to grow and learn i'm you know i'm just starting but like you know um it's a it's a it's a journey and like everyone has their own journey and yes i'm i'm very happy
0: <laughs> that's Where, a perfect yeah. spot for me to stop the recording
1: <laughs> i love that <laughs> i know we talked so much